Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. A high-performance culture doesn't just magically instill itself within a team. They're developed intentionally and through purpose-driven conversations. But how does that work with staff working from home and communicating via a computer screen? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. What it really comes down to is the boss being proactive and available to staff. That's according to Mandy Holloway, co-founder of Courageous Leaders. She says it's important to create intentional engagement with individuals in the business, whether they're working from home or not. Mandy Holloway reminds Chris Ashmore how workplace cultures were created before COVID. Remember those days? And it does seem like a million years ago since that. What normally happened was people created values, they talked about their values, the behaviours that would align with those values, and then started holding people to account to that. What we've also realised, and the language that I've been using recently, is there was also a lot of accidental, spontaneous stuff that happened to build culture. There was a lot of social stuff. Some organisations relied on that more than others catching up at the water cooler, catching up at the coffee machine, whatever it might have been. So it's a combination of that sort of intentional stuff as well as that accidental social stuff as well. And has that changed since COVID came along with teams now working remotely? It's changed significantly. And what I'm finding in my experience of working with a number of clients is that the organisations that were doing it intentionally and were very intentional about building their culture have probably gone from strength to strength. The ones that were relying and probably didn't even realise how much they were relying on the accidental have suffered. There have been many people that are going, oh, our culture's just destroyed, you know, we don't get to see each other anymore, we don't get to bump into each other in the hallways or between meetings. And what I've been trying to say to people is that was really, it wasn't a strong culture. It was an accidental, just bumping in, almost facade level of conversation and connection. And it sort of exposed our leadership capability, COVID, very much so. And what we're seeing are the people that are really strong leaders, and they've just gone from strength to strength because they know how to connect one-on-one and keep that momentum going with their culture. The people that have relied on just bumping into each other in the kitchen have really suffered under remote conditions. Well, how can uh, high-performing cultures be created? Does it come down to the leadership? It does. The most powerful way to build a culture is to start with the, the owner, the senior leaders, and say, well, what do we want the culture to be? And then decide what kind of behaviours resonate with that. And what I've been saying is COVID has really changed and we're not going back. I've heard people say, oh, we're going to go back, you know, when it's all over. And it's like, no, because people have been stretched. People have experienced different things. Many of them don't want to go back. They don't want to go back to the way it was. So what we need to be looking at is how do we create the culture intentionally. So yes, we didn't have those water cooler moments. We don't have them now with remote working. What I was saying to a a group that I was working with yesterday was open your Zoom room at a certain time every week and say, my room's open from three to four. Come and chat. Come and bump into me. It's a bump in meeting. 
you know, and people are like, oh, but that's very contrived and da-da-da. And I go, give it a try, you know. If we keep going that we want to go back to where we were, we're going to sit in this limbo land waiting place for a long time. It's become very frustrating, very depressing, and really unpleasant. So let's try some new experiences. But the thing about high performance is it's all about connection. And what I talk to people about is conversations connect and they also communicate. Communication is about the task and the performance. Connection is about care and the heart. And what I'm finding during crisis is that we spend a lot more time communicating because it feels safer, because actually I don't know if I want to talk to you about how you're feeling because I don't know what I'll do with it if you tell me something that I can't control. So we're finding people are being much more task-oriented and communicating, and a high-performance culture is about communicating and connecting and caring. Can you explain a bit more about this first team concept that you talk about? What is that? It comes from the work of Patrick Lencioni, and I love it, where he talks about no matter, and it doesn't matter how big or small your organisation is, it's, uh, say, for instance, the business owner, and it might be their direct reports that run the business. So it might be somebody who's in sales, somebody who's in manufacturing, IT, finance. So they're the ones that are running the business. So his question is, the first team is, you'll belong to a number of teams in an organization. You'll belong to the leadership team. You might belong to your functional team. So if you're in the manufacturing or you're in sales, you'll belong to that team. What we need to do is get people thinking about where does their first mindset, their first loyalty go to? And when it's a leadership team, we need the leadership team to be seeing that as their first team not their manufacturing or their sales or their accounts department or finance. Because in that way, they take responsibility for the culture and responsibility for their strategy. And that's the team that make things happen for an organization. And they really need to have a high level of trust and be in that high performing space with each other. Mm. What are some of the behaviors that best reflect a good workplace culture? There's a a couple of simple things that I talk about is firstly, people need to know where they're going and they need to know what's realistically achievable. Then we also need people to be able to turn up and be their best. They need to believe in themselves. They need to feel cared for. They need to feel like they're significant. Another really important part of a workplace culture is that we are encouraging growth We believe in the potential of people and we're prepared to coach them. We're prepared to guide and teach them so that they can become their best version of self. And very importantly, which is what I said, we need to show a deep level of care. They're human beings turning up every day to give of their best. I think there'd be very, very few people that turn up at work and go, okay, today I'm going to make an absolute mess. You know, I'm going to create mayhem for everyone. You know, people turn up with good intent. So let's care about them. But let's make sure that we have a really good balance between task orientation and people orientation. And that's what makes a high performance culture. That was Courageous Leaders co-founder, Mandy Holloway. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more BE Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media 
and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.